is happening, everybody. I'm Larry Roberts. And I'm Sarah Lucy, and this is Branded, your comprehensive guide to creative branding. And on this insightful episode of the podcast, we're going to be taking a deep dive into contact information, business cards, name dropping, and everything in between when it comes to exchanging contact information. We've talked about this a few times on different episodes, whether it's how we feel about our cards and um, we mentioned some of the horrible cards that we got uh, from PodFest, but we want to really dive into it and just focus a whole episode on what kind of some best practices and complaints that we have and all of that stuff. Well, you know, the thing is, and this is good because we have entirely two different perspectives on what makes a good business card. You know, I think mine comes from my masculine approach to life and the fact that I have to have this very rigid, very strong, very thick, very manly card. And you seem to bring the opposite to the table. I mean, I'm I'm fine with a basic business card. And it's funny because I remember I think we were at PodFest. You brought me somebody's card and it was like made of metal or something. <laughs> and it it really showed the differences in how we see things because in your mind you're like wow this is awesome this guy is like must be super legit and in my mind i'm like this guy is bad with money <laughs> well i have no doubt that the metal cards are i mean they're at the the extreme of of high-end business cards I, i've seen them at a couple of different places that one that you're talking about and then i was at another conference a few months ago someone else had a metal business card but i find it interesting because it tends to well, I, I'm going to counter myself here, but it, it it seemed applicable at the conference that I was at a couple of months ago because it was a security firm, and they were they you know they had they did private security, and you have this metal business card that maybe it's supposed to imply that it's I don't know bulletproof or something. Who knows? But it was just very very impactful from a security company to have that thick metal business card. See, I wouldn't feel more or less secure with somebody just because their business card is metal. Uh, I don't know. We don't we know that we have different views. <laughs> I think they were trying to get you to put it in their their breast pocket to cover their heart or anything. But oh, is is it like is is it Kev? They should have made one of them in like Kevlar. That'd be kind of cool. That'd be super so, cool. I think like with business cards, if you're going to pay like a premium cost for your business cards, at least make them like really cool. Like metal, whatever, like the really thick ones, whatever. I've seen, and I've never seen these in person. I've seen them on like Reddit and stuff, but like the personal trainer's card that's on the stretchy stuff that you have to pull it apart to see the contact info. I've seen the divorce You're attorneys. out to see the-, the Exactly. The, yeah, I got you. I got you. Uh, the divorce attorney whose business card is perforated so you can rip it in half. So it's like one goes to the wife, one goes to the husband. Like things like that, that are super branded, super creative. I love that. Yeah. But if you're just giving me a business card, all I need is your contact info. I don't need it to be like metal. I'm going to throw it why, out anyway. Now I feel like I got to recycle it. Why not? Oh, gosh, here we go. But why not? You got to be memorable. How many business cards do you get at a conference? A lot. OK, so what differentiates one card from the other? What makes you go, oh, I probably need to look at this one or makes you even remember the person that you were talking to? You go, oh, I don't remember their name, but I remember their card was rocking. And at least, you know, you can go find that card and reach back out to that person. What makes your business card stand out from everybody else's and not get lost in that pile, which ends up where? Recycling bin. Right here in the freaking trash can. They're paper. You recycle them. Those are business cards. Paper. Recycle. Something like that. Save the trees. 
but well, that's what it is. How yeah. do you, I mean, what's the point of having a business card if it's just going to end up in the trash can and nobody's going to remember it? We talked about this a few episodes ago when I redid my cards. I added the note section because I noticed that everybody was trying to write down something to remember me by and they couldn't on my old cards. Yeah. So I have a note section so they can write something down. But honestly, I, I'm more, I guess, more judgmental about the content on the card than the card itself. Well, I mean, it, it's definitely a combination of the two. You really want to get into the content side of things. Sure. I mean, what, what do you need on a business card? You need contact information. Yes. It needs to be what? Legible. Um, uh, a size <laughs> font that is readable. Guys, guys. Yeah. When you're designing your cards, whatever you design them in, make the canvas the size of a business card. Make it two, two inches by three inches so that you see what the actual font size is. Because if you're using font size four, nobody can read your card. Yeah. And I mean, that is that's super frustrating when you're trying to reach out to somebody and you're looking at their card and you can't even make out the number. You can't make out the email address. Uh, less it, is more. Yeah. Less is you definitely. don't need everything on your business card. Oh, gosh, dude. I, I saw a couple of cards at this last conference and. They would have a bio. Yeah, everything is on the card. I'm like, what in the name of Sam Hill are we trying to do here? It's a like your speaker one sheet and your yeah. business card should be two different documents. Yeah, it's not a it's not a mini one sheet. It's just not it's not a resume. <laughs> I did see someone was like there was at Podfest looking for like job opportunities, like freelance opportunities. Yeah. And her card was actually a URL or a QR code to get to her resume. That's super smart. Do do things like that, but don't print your resume on the business card. Okay. Nobody's going to read that. So I'm going to counter a little bit too. At the same time, while I do respect a, a good QR code on the back of a card, that's why I, I put them on my cards as well. Damn. But my QR code goes to my calendar. So you can book some time with me. We can mm -hmm. have a conversation, but I saw a couple of cards too, that just had QR codes. Oh yeah. No a logo and a QR code. I'm like, what is what? Why would I scan context? This? No, I don't even know what it is. I don't even context. know. Yeah. We need context. I think every time I put a QR code on something, I have a little note of like what will happen when you scan it. Yeah. And I think that's that's necessary because I'm not like I'm not just going to. It's like opening an email from someone with an attachment that you don't recognize. Like, I don't know where this is going to send me. It could. Oh, that's interesting. I never thought about that from a cybersecurity perspective. Phishing yeah. scams on business cards. Oh, we just gave people bad ideas. Uh, well, you just gave me an idea. I'll tell oh you that. Gosh. No, but uh, the new honestly. business venture. <laughs> new business venture. <laughs> no. Solutions.com. Check it out. Oh, gosh. Uh, don't check it out. It's no. not mine anymore. So, but anyway. But yeah, that's interesting because you don't know where it's going. You're just scanning a random QR code. It could go to literally anything. It makes me think of like, but <laughs> this is going to date myself, but I'm not that old, so it's okay. Yeah, it's Back fine. when we had like AOL Instant Messenger, did anybody else have the super mature like boys in their like fifth grade class on AOL Instant Messenger put in their little like away message, click to watch a brutal car crash <laughs> and you click it and it's actually porn? Huh. Yeah, that's well, that's fishing. Yep. So. So I'm just like, or that, or like, I'm going to get Rickrolled if I scan this. 
Oh my god, my next business card. I want to Rick roll people. Uh, dude, I, you, you, you just <laughs> nailed it. I'm literally gonna get some business cards made up and Rick roll. That, that's... Okay, but do them my way and don't spend a dollar per card on them, please. Oh yeah, no, I definitely do it your way. It's I'd spend two cents a card. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. So so okay, what should we actually put on a business card? Name, email, website, logo, so they know the company. Um, I have seen people that actually on one side will list like what they do, which that if you have space for it, I think that's really smart because at least then like they have that's context. Like you well, need context. We're countering ourselves a little bit here because we're saying now list out everything that you do. Not everything, but no, I said if there's room. I think it was Virginia Elder. We've mentioned her a few times. Sure. Um, I think she's the first person I saw do this and she had all the contact info on the front and it fit very well. So then the back was just like, uh, like freelance writing, show notes, SEO, like very simple, like simple list of like a few of the services that she offers. So when people look at her card, they do know why they have it. Right. And right. It, the space, like it fit well, It the font sizes were still big enough to read. So she did it really well. There's definitely ways you could do that very poorly. From a design perspective, what are your thoughts there? Are you, are you a horizontal card uh, advocate or do you, do you think the verticals work well? I think, honestly, I don't think it makes much of a difference if you're fitting the stuff on well. I don't think I've ever done vertical, mostly because my URLs are so long that I would have to make them too small to fit horizontally. Could I mean, not vertically. Could you link on there or something? If you have a long URL, could you maybe just convert it to a, use a URL? Well, yeah, for... but my email address? I'm just throwing out ideas. Yeah. Like, my, my email address is really long, so, like, it wouldn't fit on one line if I, in a readable font size if i did vertical gotcha yeah and but i've seen people do it if it works like i'm actually there's a card right next to me that's vertical oh look at that um and hold, it hold that card back up that's kind of interesting so there's some interesting uh there's some some nice components to that I'm card. Gonna, i don't want people to just be able to stalk her i'm gonna cover yeah. up the actual scanny code so we have a we have a headshot on there mm -hmm. have rounded corners there's rounded corners on it uh, it's for a podcast and it's actually in Spanish. Okay. Um, it, it um, es, está en español. Es en español? Yo no sé. But it has a URL, I mean, um, QR code that I'm assuming is going to go to her podcast, but I don't actually know. It has an, like her handle. I'm hoping that's for all of her social media or else that's confusing because it's not labeled with which social media it is. And then on the back is an explanation of what the podcast is. Which, do we have just regular ink there? It looked like maybe it was some foil embossed ink or oh, something. Oh no, this it's just, it's just regularly printed. Just regularly printed. I thought I saw some reflection there that looked aluminum. So no, no, that's just the lighting. That's but it. what's interesting with this one is like it. Then I don't know if this was on purpose, but you flip it this way to read it because if you just flip it over, it's it's upside down. Okay. So I'm not sure if that was an accident or if that was on purpose. But the card itself is visually appealing. Yeah. Um, so I think that one was done well. But if you're not going to do a business card, like what's your take on the digital ones? Yeah, I think digital has its place. And for a while, I was switching over to only doing digital. Because I'm mm -hmm. like, nobody does business cards anymore. And I used to even say that line when I'm at networking. Ah, nobody does business cards anymore. And then but, 14 people ask you for yeah, this. Everybody card. wants my business card. So I don't care who's telling you that nobody uses business cards anymore. They they're not out there networking. I can promise you that so many people still want that physical card. Now, I don't know if it's just because they're programmed to ask for it, because traditionally speaking, that's what we're used to doing. 
but I just don't see where a digital business card is sufficient for representation. Uh, I think you need a traditional card along with a digital option. Mm-hmm. And that's why, while I don't have a digital card or one of those singular cards where you tap, because here, here, and this is going to send me on a tangent, but I freaking hate those tap cards. Those are stupid. They never work. Everybody's like, well, tap my phone. And you're sitting there for five minutes trying to tap it, trying to tap it. No, that didn't work. Try to tap it. Try to In tap that it. time, you could have just typed your email address into my yeah, contacts. Yeah, you could have just said, what's your name, man? And, and, and put it in your phone as a contact. Those things are stupid. The technology's not there. Everybody's on different OSs on their phones or they have different manufacturers and not all the cards work well with other phones and it's just pure chaos. So digital cards, they have their place, but we're definitely not there yet. You need to have that physical card. And one of the things that I do to supplement a digital option is if you look at my phone, my wallpaper is a QR code that takes you to, well, for right now, I'm using LinkedIn because I'm trying to build my LinkedIn presence. Mm -hmm. So I'd love to have people connect with me over on LinkedIn. So I chose LinkedIn, made me a QR code and use it here. So if somebody wants to exchange contact information that way, I go here, scan my QR code, that takes you to my LinkedIn and I make sure that we connect there. So that's my tangent on digital business cards. I think they serve a purpose, but they have not taken over the market. There's still a very, very strong use case or traditional cards as well. Yeah, I I have like a few, like I'm kind of on the fence with it. Um, someone actually asked me prior to PodFest if they should pay the money to get the business cards printed or if their digital card would be okay. And for her, I said digital would be okay because of her goals. Like she wasn't building a business. She was kind of just like meeting people and networking and it was very casual. So in that case, it's like we're getting close. It would have been like a rush printing job or like just the get the ones that are like the one hour pickup, which never look as good. In this case, I think the digital is fine uh, because it, it's not very like high stakes. But like I personally like I'm like, I'm going to have my cards. But I feel like with the digital ones, too, there's some that are just click to add to contacts or something, which is interesting because it's like i don't add my business cards to my phone contacts i yeah, add them to my business contacts i don't i don't get that either it's so like, i'm pretty I, sure i have some people in my contact list i have no idea who they are and i'm never going to reach out to them no never i'm not i, I don't yeah. go through my contacts on my phone and go let's see is that a business contact or is it somebody yeah else? no if i don't like, i don't you, i don't get that i'm not going to remember you i'm not going to remember your business well now you're in my phone i don't care i'm still not going to remember yeah. you. i also like so we were I was having a, an issue getting the uh, the a URL that I forwarded to like show up correctly. Mm-hmm. And I so I went in on my phone and I cleared my history and closed all my tabs. And that's when I remembered that like 14 people had me scan their digital business card and all it does is pull it up in a tab. Yeah, yeah. And so I just lost all that contact info just from clearing my browser. Yeah, so uh, you 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 don't even remember their names. No, you know? I have no idea who they were. If guys, yeah. if anyone at Podfest had me scan their digital business card and I have not reached out to you, reach out to me, please, because I'm sorry, I lost your info. Yeah, but, I'm not trying to be disrespectful. It's not like we don't remember you by um, you know because we're we know, met. Dudes. There was like there's, two thousand people there. You meet a ton of people, and there's no way you can keep them all straight. Yeah, you know, one of the things that I saw that I thought was super cool from a tech perspective was uh the, the what is it name drop with your if you're on the new apple what ios 17 you can just mm-hmm. take your phones and just 
bump them together and then your phone lights up and it's got this really cool look and you exchange information. But, but at the same time, that's the personal contact information. That's not business information. Exactly. While it was cool to see it happen, I was like, oh, that's the coolest thing ever. And a nice little graphic that lights up. Yeah. And, you know, I'm like, oh, that's the coolest. And it is kind of cool. And it's easy. It's cool for personal. It's cool for personal, but I, I yeah. just don't. I don't necessarily see the value from the, the business perspective unless it's just somebody that you know, no, 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 yeah. you can reach out to. You know, there are a couple of people that I did that with that I know I wanted their personal information because whatever their services are or whatever information we were exchanging was extremely relevant. And it was something that I wanted to follow up on and build that personal relationship. But the personal word there is what's critical. The, the vast majority of folks that I met while I want to stay in contact with them and I'd love to learn more about their businesses. It's, it's not on a personal level. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's where this functionality comes into play. You have to determine whether or not this is a personal contact that you want to create. Maybe it's a personal business contact, you know, and now we're splitting hairs, but a, a lot of this digital stuff, man, I, <laughs> I'm dating myself, but I just like a good paper card. I just like a good business card in my something I can touch and feel with a nice texture that I can remember and I can put it in my save pile. And that's pretty funny because I just remember that's what I was telling folks at Podfest, you know, because you get so many different cards. You would say this goes in my save pile, which is my wallet. Yeah, yeah. And I put it in my wallet. And that's because I knew I wanted to reach out to that person. Mm -hmm. I knew I wanted to extend that conversation. So if anyone saw Larry put your business card in like his backpack or yeah. his pocket, sorry. you're not going to hear from him. Uh, sorry about that. Reach out to me, though. <laughs> I'd love to hear from you. <laughs> don't call us. We'll call you. Don't call yeah, us. Something like that. We something won't like call you. Call us. But honestly, I think I think 99% of all the cards that I got went into my save pile. But it was more of just making people exchanging cards feel good and let them know that mm -hmm. I am going to follow up because yeah. I guarantee you every one of those cards that I got, I followed up on. Yeah, I sent personal emails to them, said, hey, great meeting you. Thank you for following up. And, you know, that kind of takes us to a whole nother point. How many business cards do you get that you never follow up on? Well, that's also why when we were talking about like our expo table and making sure that we get like we're able to convert leads the way we need to. You need to make sure that you're in like in control of the contact because you just said for like how many don't do we not reach out to the same thing with the other people how many people got our cards and are never going to reach out to oh, us sure. so when you're paying to be like a sponsor and in an expo hall you need to make sure that you're the one in the power to reach out to these people because you cannot guarantee that they will ever reach out to you and they might really be interested in your services but they're overwhelmed they're just like unwinding they might completely forget so make sure that you capture their information but jumping back to that like personal versus business so my friend who had asked me about the digital card she then sends me what it would look like and it looked great but it had her cell phone number mm. and so i have a, like a free google phone number that I put on my business cards and my website. I know we're different on this because I don't think you do. So, but I use my Google number on all of my like public things so that my personal cell phone number isn't like out there. But I'll still, if like, if I meet somebody, even if it is for business purposes and I know that like I would talk to this person in the real world, this could, this is a connection that won't just be transactional. I'll still give them my cell phone number just because it's easier for me. And I don't even have my Google number memorized. I have to look at my business card, but I have the option. I get to decide you have your that. your cell phone memorized, do you? 
I, I do. I've had the same one since I was 12. Oh, what is it? Clever. <laughs> do you have your credit card number memorized? What is it? No, no I don't have that <laughs> But one. anyone from junior high or high school, if you want to get in touch with me, it's the same number. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, funny because I've had the same personal number for, man, it's got to be 20 years. It's got to be. You know, it's I got my first cell phone when I was 12 or 13, and I'm 28. Yeah. So I've had this number forever. I can't yeah. remember having a different number. But anyways, uh, but no, and I, I can see what you're the, the point there too, man, is from a safety perspective. Yeah, you but can you track location some, from a cell phone number. Yeah, and you don't want some creep creeping up on you, tracking you down from your cell phone number. Yeah. So it's super, super smart on your and part. Plus, like I, I might be able to choose who I give my business cards to, but I can't choose what they do with it. So you can right. find my business card on the street somewhere. Right. And uh, like someone can easily just be like, oh, look, a phone number. I'm going to call her. And yeah. so I want to be in control of who gets my personal phone number and who gets my business number. And I've had times where it's like I give out my card. They contact me through the business number and I switch them over to personal just because it's easier for me. Right. But right. I'll tell them like, hey, this is my business number. I'm going to text you from my other phone number. But, but you have that control. And uh, exactly. Important. Exactly. Yeah. No, when my friend showed me that hers was her personal phone number, I made her change it. I'm like for your safety i'm like this makes me uncomfortable sure and i'm making you change you no, like go get a google number or remove your phone number completely yep super super smart there but let, let me go back to to following up on those business cards because not just from conferences but man anytime you get a business card take the time to go back and just drop a note to the person that gave it to you if you can read it on their business card reach out to them because i promise you if you're looking to leverage these contacts if you just take that step to follow up, you're going to be 90% and I'm just pulling that number out of the air, but you're going to be so much more successful than those people that are networking that do not follow up on those cards. Take mm -hmm. the time, go home. If you want to create a spreadsheet and enter that information in a spreadsheet. So you have all of these contacts, do something with that card. It's, it's not so much as an insult to the person that gave you the card because they kind of expect to give it to you. And believe it or not, expectations are you're not going to follow up. So if you do follow up, oh, my gosh, you're going to make such an impact on that person that the odds of you doing business together are exponentially, I said 90%, we'll just say exponentially higher than they would have been if you did the same thing that every other person that gets their card does. And that's just throw it in a drawer. And then after about six months, you go, man, my drawer sure is dirty. And you dump it in the trash. And what is it like you miss 100% of the shots you don't take? You miss 100% of the connections you don't actually reach out to. Oh, my gosh. I'm I'm a philosopher. That is so deep. <laughs> <laughs> Shallow as a shower. Hey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I like forever. I was super guilty of just getting cards and not doing anything with them. But I always kept them. So when I launched my company, I had a whole box, like a shoe box filled with business cards. And I was like, well, at one point they gave me their card, which that means that they're giving me permission to then reach out to them. Yeah. They didn't put a time limit on it. <laughs> so when I first launched my company, that's how I created my first email list. So I took all of those business cards and I put them into my email list. And then I sent an email to all of them saying, like if you're getting this email, we met at some point. It may have been like a year or two ago, but we met and you gave me your card. Point, but I, I remember you. 
yeah like i like we we did this and i even said like this is just an update here's what's going on with me i started this company here's what i'm doing and if you're still interested in staying in touch like just stay on my list if not feel free to unsubscribe and a couple people unsubscribed totally fine i think i put a note saying we'll just avoid eye contact next time we see each other um because i had to guilt them a little bit to stay yeah i mean marketing but a lot of people stayed on and I still like kept them and like, who knows if that'll turn into something, but I, it has an opportunity now yeah. way more than it did when they were sitting in the shoebox under my desk. No, that's great. And I think the point is just make sure that you follow up and there's no expiration date on when that follow-up can happen, but the sooner you do it, the better chance of establishing that relationship and building on that simple exchange of contact information that you had with that person. So Hopefully with this episode, we've exchanged some information with you that you find valuable. And if you do, do us a favor, smash that subscribe button so we can continue to bring you these amazing episodes each and every week. And with that, I'm Larry Roberts. I'm Sarah Lucy. We'll talk to you next week.